At the third stroke, it will be time for the town hall tapes. Beep. 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 Oh lordy. You're listening to the town hall tapes, a half-decent podcast looking at local government issues uh, around Lambeth and in Greenwich. I am Jason, Jason Cobb. My co-host as ever is Daryl, Daryl Chamberlain. It has been some time. It's been a little while, hasn't it, Jason? Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, fine. So this this idea of having a weekly podcast, uh, high ambitions, and we're getting there. Obviously, other things get in the way, but still, um, you've been busy. I've been busy. I've been in Liverpool uh, this weekend, which is very nice. Um, I've just been out to the shops and bought some... Well, I've got a book about the Daily Mail and Lager, so that's the rest of the week sorted for me. OK, I, I probably um, advise not to have both of those in the same sitting. That, that could be rather disastrous. <laughs> we have a running order for Town Hall Tapes. We do. We're, we're going to be talking about um, more sad news about cycling in this part of uh, South East London. We're going to be talking about what to do with a uh, million pounds in Lambeth. Answer, <laughs> bury it. And we'll be talking about the strange world of what happens when the left-wing blogs and left-wing trolls come to town. Steady. Uh, first of all, though, Daryl, so uh, as, as you mentioned, very, very serious. Um, so an update on, on some of the cycling issues around your patch. So I have been out and about this morning, and um, and part of that involved cycling the the 806, the Woolwich Road, which is the bottom, the bottom of the hill from here, and that's for first time in a while. And by God, it was a terrible experience. You know, you, you go you go along there, um, you, you you cycle past skip lorries parked in a cycle lane and whatever, and then you would have to stuck behind a bus. And it's you know you can't overtake the bus; it's too dangerous to pull mm. out, and it just takes forever. And it's just generally just a bit crap. But at least I got to my destination alive. Um, and two people in the past month or so haven't uh, got to their destination alive in that road. Um, and um, a couple of weeks back, a further fatality happened in the area when a man was killed in a hit and run um, oh. in Childers Street in Deptford on the, on the stretch um, apparently called Quietway One, yeah. uh, a street that is the, a, a road which is meant to be safe for you know, beginner cyclists, people who just want a bit of a nice, easy ride. Um, there is a hit and run. Um, a man has turned himself into police since then, so we can sort of not really go, go into the details of that. Um, but in protest about all this, uh, there was a dying at Woolwich Town Hall. Okay, uh, yes. Last week, um, about probably about a hundred or so um, cyclists uh, laid down and protested outside Woolwich Town Hall. Um, and their aim is clear: is they want cycle super super highway four, which would have made the Woolwich Road safe. Um, or safer at least safer, to be I think, is, is safer word. i think mm. yeah would be uh you know needs to be reinstated um and it has it has disappeared you know, it's super highway four does now exist but only from tower bridge to deptford creek bridge uh just to come into the center of greenwich and that's where it stops it originally was meant to run from london bridge all the way through greenwich town center all the way through charlton all the way to woolwich um but it's now just a very short yeah very short segment is now planned and the rest of it's disappeared and so the demand there is to is to get this happening, is to get this moving again, because otherwise more people are going to die on, on this road. And that's, you know, that is what's going to happen. Um, whether or not they're going to get it or not, I don't know. The new leader of Greenwich Council, Danny Thorpe, was kind of lurking around the outside of the demonstration, uh, watching yes. from the other side of the road. Um, he did some uh, TV stuff o- over there. Um, Greenwich put out a very odd statement about this, um, kind of saying that you know the route is still on the planned cycle super highway four, but it's not doesn't exist in any plan, you know that's actually around at the moment. And I think the problem here again is that you know the fault here 
you know, clearly lies. You know, the street is not safe because of the actions of Steve Khan, because of the actions of City Hall. And I've, you know, to be frank, to give my own opinion here, I think it would be much better if the council was seen to be putting pressure on City Hall to get things done, rather than kind of sort of trying to make excuses for them. Yeah, so we mentioned last time, Daryl, that maybe um, um, well-intentioned, though these, these, these cycling protests were, really it's the wrong target. And so... Uh, Putting in place this infrastructure is not the job of uh, Greenwich Council. It, it is over in City Hall. Exactly, yeah. And actually, at borough levels, people, you know, councils do fail. I mean, the the, uh, the Childers Street one was somewhere that where someone someone died, where a set, uh, a road was due to be cut off to allow cyclists to come through. That was taken out, but that was taken out after the Lewisham Council consultation. And um, briefly, is the funding in place? Do you think to make this happen? Probably not. This is the Town Hall Tapes. So we were talking about money just now, and uh, in Lambeth apparently they do have a million pound, but they've decided to chuck it into a hole. Jason, illuminate us. Yeah, back to bookish gyms. Uh, and so Ooh. Town Hall Tapes, the, the, the Lambeth segment running through here always seems to be about bookish gyms. Uh, the idea briefly where, as the name suggests, libraries become gyms which is a Lambeth way of doing things. Uh, we did a piece on Brixton Buzz last week. An extra £1,073,000 has been put aside, or has been asked to be signed off by Councillor Sonia Winifred, the Cabinet Member, uh, for Phase 2 of the Carnegie conversion to become a bookish gym. Phase 1 was for the basement and the basement only, and that is now complete. So yeah. just to confirm, so um, I'll get my figures correct here. One million two hundred and twenty, no, one million two hundred and fifty-five thousand pounds was spent on digging out a basement in a Grade Two listed building uh, to put a gym in place. The original budget there was six hundred thousand pounds. This further investment now puts the total budget for the Carnegie Bookish Gym at two point eight million pounds. Whoa! Wow. And, I thought that was skint. Well, yeah, some perspective. The the uh, budget for all libraries in Lambeth in the, in the past year was reduced by £800,000. Uh, and you've just got to really you know, ask, where is this money coming from? Um, <laughs> so the, the report, it does explain. So it's, it's got two strands. It's coming from uh, capital funding within Lambeth Council itself. And then, of more interest, uh, it's termed the Greenwich Leisure Limited Profit Share Development Pot. Oh, so GLL, uh, um, the not-for-profit, I get a bit confused mm. here, organisation, who are clearly <laughs> making profit, uh, who we know who uh, do leisure uh, around various London boroughs, uh, boroughs in Lambeth, Brixton Rec is their flagship, their flagship mm -hmm. um, centre. What it seems is happening here is they're going to be siphoning off profit from Brixton Rec and then pumping that into the bookish gyms. And really, any any surplus that's generated at Brixton Rec is a building itself which needs lots of care and attention. Surely, it should be kept within that space and used to maintain the building. I was going to say because I mean I've never been inside Brixton Rec, but it, it looks like it could do with a bit of love from the outside. Yes, yeah, so it's an old red brick building, uh, history post riots it was built. So we're not talking a really ancient Grade yeah. Two structure, but it's much loved. It's very expensive to run. It always needs lots of care and attention, but it does seem that money from there. Uh, basically profit from people paying expensive gym fees or paying for a swim, which is still not free in Lambeth, um, is going to be then pushed towards bookish gyms. Also, in this report, uh, there's, there's, there's an ask, an ask for an extra £100,000 at, at the Carnegie for a roof terrace. 
Now, why, why does a library need a roof terrace? I don't know. And this extra hundred grand, uh, at least Lambeth are as transparent as to say they can't afford this. Um, they're not spunking out for it. Instead, they it was their intention for the uh, Carnegie Community Trust to pay for this. Yeah, so it, it seems that the emphasis here for the roof terrace, if it's going to be built, has been shifted to the Community Trust. Uh, worth mentioning, the chair and the secretary both resigned last year and they called on Councillor Liv Peck, the Progress Leader of Lambeth Council, to do the same in a rather damning public letter. Uh, the chair and secretary just happened to be ex-Labour councillors, so you can show, you can see how fractured this whole situation has become. Mm. Um, the Carnegie closed in March 2016, ahead of bookish gym conversion. It miraculously opened days ahead of the local elections uh, in, a, in a May of this year. Um, there is no full-time librarians on site, so how you can call it a library, um, I'm not entirely sure. Why are Lambeth doing this? <laughs> Seriously, why are they doing this? The theme is saving money in the borough of Lambeth is a bloody expensive business. This is the Town Hall Tapes. And finally, on this edition of Town Hall Tapes, uh, something which has been billed uh, rather optimistically and rather confusingly for me, uh, what happens when the lefty trolls come to town? Um, Daryl, help? <laughs> well, there's obviously lots of lefty trolls. I mean, it's left, lefty troll types. Um, but it's, it's also, I think, you know, often when outsiders come, start steaming into your local patch. I mean, there's a lovely example up the road uh, with, uh, with the Lewisham East by-election where, you know, sort of the Westminster village has been getting it gloriously wrong since day one and uh, going to carry on getting it wrong right up until Friday. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a great story uh, yesterday about uh, the Lib Dems are optimistic they're going to come second. Yeah, well done. And, Slow yes. and clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that's on the on the other end of the spectrum, there are sites like Squawkbox. Oh, I'm sure this is your, uh... bo- 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 do we really have to give these 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 uh, these outlets the the publicity which they don't deserve? Um, other trolling left wing <laughs> misguided bonkers conspiracy websites are available. They certainly are. But this mob uh, rocked up in my patch at the weekend while uh, my back was turned and I was sunning myself by the Mersey in Liverpool at the weekend. Um, They ran a story about a Greenwich councillor and some property interests. Um, Right, right. Yes. But that was about it. And that was all they kind of said. It was it it was a lot of innuendo. Uh, It was a lot of, um, um, you know, a lot of we we rang at the press office and they said this and then they said this and and we'll keep you updated with the story. And it's a very odd story. And it it, it seems to go down more, you know, this this particular cancer. I know of the story. I know the uh, the name of the individual involved. However, people who have tried to punt this story to me have been unable to supply me with anything that actually backs up what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so without that, it's innuendo. And and I think people sometimes come, they come away looking quite disappointed that I'm not going to start you know, trying to rubbish people they don't like. Um, I'd like to see some evidence, uh, mm-hmm. uh, please. But um, but at the moment, it's, 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 I mean, sometimes you can sort of, you know, have a story that's a bit of a flyer and see what happens. But this was just innuendo. And it's basically because this councillor is a sort of, you know, a, an ally of the council leader. The council leader, Danny Thorpe, was chosen by um, a majority of just one among the Labour, uh, local Labour group. Um, and so there's still a lot of bad feeling. And I think it extends with that. Um, but, you know, I th- I th- I th- let's say if this particular council was a fervent Jeremy Corbyn fan, 
they wouldn't be running this story. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, it's just quite depressing. I mean, I think, yeah, there is something there. There is something going on, but at the moment, it's just innuendo, and it's just, yeah, it's quite sad to see what it's all come to, really. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've had a few fairly similar experiences uh, going back a while now. Um, I had a rather relentless um, um, attempt to try and punt a story to me about a certain Lambeth councillor, um, and a completely, I wouldn't even say alleged, it was a completely fabricated, made-up mm. story um, about their personal addiction problems. Ooh. And from what I could see from the councillor, who I didn't know too much about, um, he or she, no point in, in saying either way, um, from what I could observe with their councillor work, he or she was superb. And he or she may have had various addiction problems. And it's when they then might become an issue in terms of carrying, carrying his or her work out, uh, then you might want to perhaps... Well, just perhaps see if if it's worth yeah. <laughs> seeing if there's any 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 possibility in in in, see, in 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 actually approaching the person uh, or, or or seeing if any help has, has been offered. Um, but that again was a bit of a spiteful personal attack, and it's like, go away, no interest. Um, I've got better things to do, such as attend a full council meeting and actually see how local government works. Yeah, and this is it, and it's actually seeing how the damn thing works, and actually sometimes reporting on this stuff just makes the issue worse. Um, you know, especially if, it's, if it involves someone's personal problem. I mean, this this squawk box story, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on what's happening with it, and I've spent money trying to trace it up as it is. But, uh, but yeah, it, th- yeah they, they're not helping. Yeah, you've mentioned that name twice. I'm going to end this right here, now, now, now Daryl, <laughs> before you give me even more further publicity. Uh, so please let people know, where can they find you online? They can find me online at 853london.com and charltonchampion.co.uk and on Twitter at Daryl1974. I'm Jason, uh, brixtonbuzz.com, waiting for an FOI response. It's uh, overdue today, guys, so please, it'd be nice to service that. Jason underscore Cobb, please do share in the iTunes store and on Acast. Rate, review, subscribe. 